Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody come close to God. You may help somebody get to heaven by getting them, them into God's word through these studies every day. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about another one of those heart problems, and that's gossip. And it is a matter of the heart. Why do people gossip? Why do people gossip? It's a matter of their heart. It's what their heart is like. It's where their heart is set. Remember that Jesus said in Matthew's account that out of the heart proceed evil thoughts and so on. It's what comes out of the mouth that proceeds from the heart. And so it's where a person's heart is set. Not that muscle in our body that pumps blood through the circulatory system, but we're talking about our spirit, our soul, our mindset, our conscience, our set of values, so to speak out of the heart. This is a problem of the heart, gossip. Well, we talked about some definitions of gossip as we got into our study. And so Webster defines gossip as a person who chatters or repeats idle talk and rumors about others. May not even be true, but they've heard it. And so they start repeating it. And that's gossip in so many cases. Another definition is Discussing personal details of other people's lives, whether rumor or fact, especially when malicious. And we could add to that when salacious. <laughs> oh, yes. A gossiper doesn't talk. He doesn't gossip about himself. He gossips about other people. And what's the point, the purpose, the aim of gossip almost without exception? To, turn, to, to hurt that other person who is the subject of the gossip, to hurt them in some way, to tear them down in the face of, in the eyes of other people, maybe even to come between other people and that person who is the subject of the gossip. A gossiper will often, he's trying to build himself up in the eyes of somebody by tearing down somebody else in their eyes, at least attempting to do so. Well, what are some descriptive terms that are used in the scriptures, God's word, the Bible, for gossip or gossipers? A talebearer is one of those, and that's directly condemned in the scriptures repeatedly. In fact, it's interesting. The wise man wrote in Proverbs 11 and verse 13, a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Again, Proverbs 11 and verse 13. Now, as I said, some people will say, well, no, I didn't gossip. It wasn't gossip. That was true. Did it need to be said? What was your purpose in telling that about that other person? You see, 
just because you learn something that is true does not mean that you need to go tell it to other people about that person you heard it from or heard it about, even if it is true. Is there a good purpose, a positive purpose, a godly purpose in your telling it? Or are you just aiming to hurt that person in the image of other people, in their mindset? Are you just trying to tear that person down? You see, even some things that may have a basis in truth can still be gossip, depending on what your purpose is in telling that, what your mindset is, what you're trying to accomplish. It's that two-edged sword again. Gossip hurts the person who is the subject of the gossip, but gossip, that other edge, points right back at the person who is gossiping, and it hurts their character and their image because a person, another person doesn't like to be around somebody who gossips all the time. It's interesting, too, as I've said, that a lot of gossipers don't want to hear any teaching, much teaching at least, on gossip. Now, they might sit still to hear maybe one lesson, maybe taught in a Bible class or, or preached on by a preacher in a pulpit. But if it goes much beyond that, they're uncomfortable. Why are they uncomfortable? Because they quickly start, they quickly start making at least the, the mental applications to their own lives. Because you see, what, what is being taught against, they recognize at least emotionally, inherently, is talking about me. And that makes them uncomfortable. Whispering is another one. Backbiting, whispering. Tailbearing, backbiting. Now, what is backbiting again? Comes from two Greek words meaning to speak against. And isn't that the basic purpose of gossip? To speak against somebody? And gossip can ultimately lead to anger and even violence. It can be so hurtful. It can destroy relationships. So you've got tailbearer, a person who carries tails, and that's directly condemned, but backbiting is also directly condemned. And we read a text in Psalm, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? Now make the ultimate application here. Who can be with you in heaven? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. And then from a negative perspective, he who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend. Psalm 15, one through three. Whisperings is another one. Another synonym used in scripture for gossiping. And so David wrote of enemies who hated him, plotting his harm through whispering. And isn't that descriptive of what gossiping is? Oh, the people lower their voice a lot of times, and they'll get it down just about to a whisper? Why do they need the, need to feel the need to lower their voice if they're telling something righteous? But you see, again, what is the purpose of gossiping, usually? To tear somebody else down who is the subject of the gossip? 
David wrote, All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me they devise my heart. Psalm 41 in verse 7. The prophet wrote, You have heard their reproach, O Lord, all their schemes against me, the lips of my enemies, and their whispering against me all the day. Lamentations 3, verses 61 and 62. Uh, An ungodly man digs up evil. Again, don't you see that in the political world today? But also in the professional world. And sometimes just in the social world, because some people, they want to tear down other people who are friends with somebody they want to be friends with, so they try to tear down the one person so they can become the friend of the person they want to be friends with. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. Proverbs 16, verses 27 and 28. Now, Note further the destructive nature of gossip. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Proverbs 17 and verse 9. The Apostle Paul sounded a strong warning to the Corinthian congregation against the practice of whispering or gossiping in a list of unsightly sins of uncontrolled emotion and tongue. He wrote, for I fear lest when I come, I shall not find you as I wish, and that I shall not be found by you such as you do not wish, lest there be contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, backbiting, whisperings, conceits, tumults, 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 20. Interesting, interesting. And notice again, that in the New American Standard Version, Romans chapter 1 and verse 29 includes whispers, whisperers with the same condemnation that those who practice such are deserving of death. We're talking about eternal condemnation in hell there. And that's Romans 1 and verse, verses 30 through 32. Another descriptive term that is used as a synonym for gossiping is busybodies. Oh, a gossiper probably does not like to be classified as a busybody because they don't think they're doing that. Another term associated with the concept of gossiping is busybody. The word describes in part a person who is meddling with or bustling about other people's matters or meddling in other people's affairs. And that's according to Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. Now certainly, this is a central tenet to gossip. The Apostle Paul warned the Thessalonians, for we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 11. In his first letter to Timothy, Paul directly associates busybodies with gossips. And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies, saying things which they ought not. 1 Timothy 5 and verse 13. 
It's rather striking to read the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter's listing of busybodies with some pretty horrible sins. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. 1 Peter 4 and verse 15. Wow, Peter associates being a busybody, a gossiper, with such sins as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer. My word, how we need to open our eyes and how we need to condition our hearts to not get caught up in gossiping. Let's pray. Father, help us to stand firm against the devil's temptation to get involved in gossiping. Help us to not be gossips and help us, Father, to not encourage people who might gossip around us. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.